Oh, yeah. Wow, there's cobwebs in my fucking everything. Hey, guys, it's Steve from Nerds of Unusual. Nope. Let's restart that again. One, two, three. Hey, guys. <laughs> uh, welcome back to episode number 105 and a month-long break of Nerds of Unusual Origin. I am your host, Steve McMonster McMahon, joined by my co-host, Colin the Meat Man Malatin. Yeah, bacon. I don't know. A month away and all you have to say God. is fucking bacon? It's God breakfast cool. time. Fucking bacon, man? It's fucking breakfast time. Okay. Sausage. Sausages. And Mikey, splain, boy, splain! Bam, bam, bam. What's wah, up? Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> hey, those in post. How was, uh, how, how's your month off been? Good. I didn't, didn't really do anything. Uh, <laughs> we, did, we did some uh, wine reviews. Yeah, we have a video Played coming out video at some games. point, right? Um, that video will be ready eventually. Yeah. Went to uh, some cons, did some interviews. A interview. Yeah. And we're going to uh, another con. We're going. We're going on a special trip. So we're set. We set all that stuff uh, in motion, and uh, it was a good uh, refresher this this month off. So, and and it was. I I thought it was going to be a good idea for like a month off. I'm like, okay, writer strike, actor strike. Nothing's happening, and then a bunch of shit happened. Everything, fucking everything happened. happened. I'm like, this is a perfect month to take off. No, nope. no, but no, no. I like. I started to get a little burnt out, so I, I was like, I have a lot to do this month. Let's just do what we need to do, not get to burnt out. Yeah, I no, don't want the call. show to end. No, no, I don't think it would. I wouldn't end it. I just would be way more inconsistent than I was like releasing episodes. Yeah. Yeah. No. Plus, we had stuff going on, so it kind of was easier to just take a break instead of rescheduling yeah, to a weekday. Summer. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Nerds of Unusual Origin is a weekly podcast where we take a deep dive into the culture that is nerd. We will discuss music, movies, and more, as well as talk about stuff we obsess over. You can find our socials at nouopodcast.com. We don't have our producer this week, but we are produced yeah. by Dave DK. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to say his last name because I don't Donkey want to talk Kong? to him. Donkey Kong, yeah. Uh, so we don't have our shit up. Um, we're going to keep looking at our phones, so fuck you if you so, care. Yeah. Uh, so forgive us. Or fuck you. trespasses. As we forgive those who trespassed against um, us. I don't yeah, I didn't know, know we were going to, we're not going to have it up, so I'm just going to pull it up real quick. So Yeah, let me do the same. Yes, so I haven't opened it in a month. Content idea. Uh, but yeah. So, here we go. Um. So, hey, uh, this isn't really nerd stuff, but uh, was it Jake Paul and Nate Diaz? Did, hold on. Did Jake Paul knock out Nate Diaz? Didn't knock him out, but won by unanimous decision. How? How? Like, like. Nate Diaz fucking fucks everybody up. He's an MMA fighter. Nate, I'm pretty sure Nate Diaz has like very little loot losses. Yeah, Nate Diaz is a legend. Um, but he's an MMA fighter. He you take away half his tools, and then you make him fight a kid that is young, crazy, athletic, and has only been doing boxing for years now, and fighting against some crazy opponents. I mean, and like mowing them down. But like he trains like day and night. And Nate Diaz was like, "Yeah, all right, I'll fight you." And then like, "I'll I'll do boxing." Put him in an MMA match against Nate Diaz. There's no. There's no chance. I okay. Zero chance. I I totally forgot that there was like that whole like it, it's MMA. It's only boxing. There's no MMA. Yeah. Like, but still, I I don't even know. Like, 
I don't see Jake Paul as being like top tier like Tyson Fury and shit. Like, no, not yet. No, I just mean like in terms of like being able to knock out fucking Tyrone Woodley. I believe he knocked him out. Ben Askren. Ben Askren. Now Nate, not Nate D, not knocking knock him out, out but, but still like. Well, I, he lost against what? Uh, what Fury? Uh, not Tyson Fury, but was it Tyson Fury? No, no, no. no. Tyson Fury is like the heavyweight champ. His. He didn't fight brother him. Or yeah, cousin yeah, or whatever. Yeah, uh, the other, the smaller mini one, mini typhoon. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so, <clears throat> but either way, like he, uh, uh, he lost against him, but it, it was also a decision. It wasn't like yeah. a knockout or anything. But either, yeah, regardless, like um, that, I do thought I did see that this morning and was like, "What the absolute fuck?" Yeah. So that's crazy. Pretty pretty nuts. Um. So <laughs> we do have a special guest today. He will be here shortly. Uh. It'll be a second, another part of an episode. So let's just run through some of the shit. Um. Yeah, we're gonna do a condensed version so we can make room for the guests. Marvel Secret Invasion. You guys watch any of it? Nope. Nope. What the fuck? Okay. We're I know. I'm going. I'm going to. I'm going to. It's just like. I just watched the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas specials this week. So. Oh, that's good. Uh, <laughs> that's, how, this, that's how far back I'm going. So this month marks the 10th anniversary of Sharknado. Yes. And they're releasing it in theaters, which is the first time, right? They're not... They haven't released... It, it's it was, like limited, like for a couple days. No, well, it came out on sci-fi. Yeah, it was yeah. a sci-fi release. So they're going to have, you know, some special theatrical... This is good. Right? I needed it. Right? That's my, my special. It's my special. <laughs> you drink <laughs> coffee so fast. I, I drink everything fast, remember, Colin? Yeah. Anyways. Come. Yes. Come. I drink <laughs> way faster than Guzzles coffee. It. But whatever. I hate to see you at Thanksgiving with a bowl of gravy. I don't eat gravy. You drink it? You're I, fucked well, up. <laughs> you don't I, eat gravy? It's not the taste. I'm sure it tastes delicious. It's the consistency. Oh, because cum? Is it cum? Pretty much. I had a bad cum experience. <laughs> you should have worn it. Haven't shirt. we all? <laughs> Oh God! So if you're looking, well, if you're looking I'm, for I'm a wearing, bad cum experience, I'm, I'm wearing like these, yeah, these uh, this outfit <laughs> here with my uh, and I got my fanny pack and stuff, <laughs> and uh, I'm loading camera equipment into the car <laughs> this morning, and the landscapers are just staring at me, and I'm like, oh shit, we shoot porn, and I'm, porn. And, and I'm like, just this. This totally looks like I shoot porn. Like just the outfit I'm wearing time, and loading Next up. time they see that, I mean, you, this is staying here. But regardless, like next time, you just be like, gay porn. Yeah, but no, it's nothing weird. Uh, I just shoot gay porn with my buddies on Sundays. Yeah. I have an OnlyFans. So. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, I go to the gym right I, after. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Clarify, like, I'm not in porn. I'm not going to lie, I still don't care about Sharknado, <laughs> uh, but it is cool. It's been 10 years. Yeah. It re, re, you know, reignited uh, Ian Ziering's uh, thriving career. From 90210 to that, and I don't know what else he was in. Neither do I. But um, I always liked him. I thought he was a good actor. Uh, next, Star Trek Strange New World's latest episode was a musical. Yeah, like, what? did That's you watch weird. it? No, I've I've heard nothing but amazing things. That's what I've heard. I'm not a Trekkie, so I I have no like skin in the game. But I've heard like it was phenomenal. I do love Star Trek. I am very behind on Star Trek yeah. stuff, uh, and and the stories and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, all I've been hearing is this episode's amazing. It reminds right. me of the Buffy musical. Um, Never watched Buffy. Really. So there was a demon that was around, and they were trying to find it, and it turned everything into, like, 
everyone would sing and dance. Uh, yeah. So it makes excuse me. They couldn't figure out. Why I did hear and about that. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. I think um, every show gets like one musical. Yeah. Episode. You're not wrong. Well, like American Horror Story, it's like they always have a fucking musical because the writers and shit are from like high school or Glee. They're from Glee. And they use a lot of the actors from it. So like every season has a musical and it's like, and that's why there's always, they're playing something or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Every show gets a musical except for Glee because it is a fucking musical. Yeah. Fuck that. Um, I've never watched that show. Um, Did not bring me Glee. $141.3 $141.3 million was spent on Loki pre-production? Yeah. So that's just the pre-production. What is, what is, do you, do you have any insight on this? Cause I don't know what that, any of that means. Well, I think that's, I think that's like paying people to show up, do the job, um, marketing, all that other stuff. Post-production is probably editing. Uh, I don't, you know, I don't know. That's a good well, thing pre- to Google. Pre-production means anything it's before setting. the cameras roll. Okay, so yeah, the set pieces, all that shit. Okay, yeah, I'm sure the set pieces. That makes were a lot sense. of it. But 141 million, you can make an awesome movie. But for then that. again, Loki yeah. has been the best Marvel show. Yeah, so I'm happy they're pumping their money into that. They just ride the Loki train out because that's the shit. He's like the best. He turned into like the best character. He really did. Like yeah. he, he kind of just, you know, knew what he was doing was fucked up, and he's trying to atone for I, it. I love how they kind of redeemed his character in like this short thing. He just kind of watched. Like, I don't know. It it seems silly if I like recap it, but it worked. He just kind of watches a movie of his life and is like, "I've been an asshole," and then he's good now. But <laughs> <laughs> it, it's it's done way better than that. If you haven't seen Loki, so watch Loki season one. It's fucking amazing. If you've been apprehensive. Like I have about watching all the things I haven't watched Miss Marvel or any. Miss Marvel there's is a lot. Good. There's a lot of stuff I haven't watched and caught. I've been burnt out on Marvel. I've stuff. been. I've been. Well, actually, I'm not gonna lie. Secret Invasion was really good, and then it just kind of fizzled out at the end. It was good, but it was just like the fight was like four minutes. Well, like I, I thought like at the I liked Wandavision, and at the end I thought it was a silly. Which fight? Yeah, <laughs> it's a silly they witch fight. Through like spells at each other. Yeah, fire fireball, 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 fireball. Or so, no, fireball. lightning bolt. Light, yeah, lightning, lightning bolt. bolt. Lightning. Well, they were just back and forth, just floating around and chucking shit at each other. So dumb. Um, yeah. Uh, I watch a lot of DC animated movies. Yeah, uh, which we do have to watch is uh, the um. Uh, Invincible presents Adam Eve. Yes. So, if you don't know, uh, me and Tabitha dressed up as Omni Man and Adam Eve for Halloween. He cucked. He cucked his. Yeah. yeah. We, that, that, we were in an Omni Man posting group, and everyone was just like, "Omni Man's cucking his son." <laughs> <laughs> well, look, I wasn't gonna be fucking invincible. Omni Man's a shit. He's fucking, I shaved into my beard, so I just had the mustache, and I put the gray in my hair, and I, I worked out like crazy, and I got the suit. Everything. Cost me a lot of money. Omni-Man's going to be in the new Mortal Kombat. And yes. he's voiced by J.K. Simmons. Uh, yep. Omni-Man, uh, Star- Home- Star- Homelander. Homelander. Dude, I fucking said Star-Lord for Homelander like 75 Peacemaker. times in the last week. Peacemaker, Homelander, Omni-Man, 
And mm-hmm. I think like Noob Saibot or some and shit. And then like, yeah, some of the Mortal Kombat characters. But, uh, uh, like that Cap Wolf, the werewolf Captain America. There's a yeah. book coming out? Yeah, the comic book. Okay. So they're, they're having like a limited series run. Uh, I would buy that. That's, a, that's cool. Yeah. So Werewolf cool. Captain America. I, last week I went to Terrificon. We were all supposed to go, but shit got fucked up. Yeah, I had an anniversary in that. There my, my was. My plans got kiboshed. My mom got a boo-boo and I had to help her. <laughs> I'm a sorry for your mother. She I'm not her, sorry she got for her your hip plans. Replaced, but. I'm not sorry for your plans. I, I'm upset about it, too. It was a great time. You know what? I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to complain. Yeah, <laughs> don't fucking <laughs> I'm gonna, complain. I'm going to... It was a great you, time with my lovely fiance. Did you guys notice that the uh, proton pack's behind you now? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I put it, put it up there. Love that thing. I love it, too. Um, Makes anyway, me want to bust. I wanted to buy Busting one. Busting makes I saw us one. feel good. Oh, yeah. I saw one. Uh, oh, Spirit, yeah. Spirit Halloween sells them for two fifty. Not this one. It, it's less like. I know. I judge them now. Now that well, once we had that look, guest on, that Chris like, came on, yeah. and then yours, and I'm like, look at this garbage. I am gonna end up <laughs> buying a Spirit Halloween one because it is a full size one, and I'll have more than one. But that and you can take. Yeah, one. yeah. Uh, I might buy one. So beyond Terrificon, I mean, at Terrificon, there was somebody. Whose uh, cosplay was Werewolverine. That's fucking cool. And it was, they had, I don't know if it was like a, a voice box that he had like in his thing, but he legit like growled and it sounded legit like it came from his mouth. So it, it was so fucking good. Maybe one of the guys on the network ended up like getting it, a picture of it, but it, it was amazing. If you if the listen if the guy who was in that costume is listening, <laughs> A plus buddy. A fucking plus. Uh he's like, I'm actually part of the furry community. <laughs> I fuck. It was a furry, furry Wolverine. You know what's crazy? I fucking this. I fucking this. <laughs> um, he is a leading the howling commandos. Uh I don't know any of this. Did you read any of that? Or no? Howling Commandos? Yeah. That's like uh, you know, Cap's um. Team. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Dum Dum Dugan and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bucky Barnes, all that stuff. Got it. Yeah, that makes total fucking sense. And it's it's kind of like oh, punny because uh, he's a werewolf. We're gonna put a kibosh. We're back. We are joined by a special guest, Adam Desotel. <laughs> that's a tell. That's a tell. We literally just had this thing. Yeah. Desotel. Uh, he is in. Oh, I wrote it down. Let me put it. Let me go back. Uh, Adam. He is an actor. He has been an actor since two thousand eight. He has had parts in several titles such as Blue Bloods, Spirited, Confess Fletch, and Uncut Gems, just to name a few. Uh, he comes from the great area, because I'm there too, from there, <laughs> of Western Massachusetts, but originally Vermont, right? Yes, born um, and raised in Vermont. And please go check out his work. Adam, thank you for coming. Thanks for yes, having me. Thank you, yeah, thank um, you for coming. Uh, literally. <laughs> <laughs> no, Jizz. 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 <laughs> you say anything, <laughs> anything. No, uh, h- how are you? I'm good. How was the drive here? Not bad. Nice little uh, trek through the woods and then yeah, over the river and through the woods. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to down Steve's into house the basement. You go. Yeah. Um, no, but like you, so you do. I don't even know exactly what the tech, like technicality. You do like. Uh, background acting for the most part is there i don't want to say extra because i don't see it as being an extra yes i mean i guess the you know the original term the old term was was extra they used to use extra a lot so now it's background performer okay so you know there there is some performance to to some background jobs sometimes it's just 
crossing the street and walking on the sidewalk yeah. and anyone could do that. You know, but the, there are times where you get a background performer it has to do a little bit more acting and, and more involved stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Somebody was telling me a story. Um, they, I don't remember what movie it was, but they were filming in New York city and like there were a bunch I, and I, I totally understand it. There were a bunch of like SAG actors in the background and he was just spotted on the street, asked to be an extra and they like really pinpointed him <laughs> to be a part of the scene to like act stuff out. And like there were SAG actors in the background that were kind of like inching their way to- like closer to the camera just to be in front of it. And like the the production assistant, everybody's like, no, 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 you don't move, you this you s- stay still, keep your back there. This guy, perfect. <laughs> and, and like I was like, oh, that's gotta fucking suck. You're like you're getting paid way more than the normal person on the street. But, like, have you ever had that experience? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a very common thing, too. You know, it, there's a key and piece, uh, key and peel sketch that uh, pretty much signifies that exact moment. It's like the zombie extra sketch. I don't know if you've ever watched that mm-hmm. one or not. But basically, like, this, you know, uh, one of them has, like, been on the set for every day since the beginning of the show. And this guy is brand new and he's first day on there. And he's like, yeah, if you get, if you get really lucky, you get to be this, the one that grabs the guy and you get the bump, you know? <laughs> and then... His first day, he gets the, the director's like, yeah, yeah, you, you, you're going to be the guy. And he's terrible at it. He's making all these like crazy noises. That, that sounds nothing like a zombie. And <laughs> the director loves it. And, 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 you know, Key's like losing his mind. Like, what the hell? I've been here since day one. You know, it's like, you got it. You got it on your first day ever on anything. That's hilarious. Yeah. Um, you, you've been doing this since 2008. Like what, what made you want to do it? Like, yeah. were you in Western mass when you started acting? No. So, I mean, so I, I've always wanted to be an actor ever since I was a little kid. It just kind of always knew that I wanted to perform and do things. Um, so it started out when I was in eighth grade. Um, the show family matters had, um, a contest where you what could do, to that's right. Nice. You could no, do, that's uh, the wrong song. No, that's I full do, house. Yeah. I fucking realized that's, that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Everybody matters. does it. It's like a Mandela effect yeah. just for those two songs. Yeah, it's because it's the same guy singing. It is. Yeah, it's the same same artist. I wouldn't even yeah. doubt that it's the same song, just two different fucking <laughs> verses. It's, yeah, family but, but family matters. Continue. Con- yeah, Urkel and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 So uh, there was a con- they had a contest one year to That's do to one. do your best Urkel impression, and the winners were going to get to go on an episode of the show. So they had uh, you know winners go on, and so. I was one of the finalists. I didn't get, I didn't win, but I, I was one of the finalists. I got this like cool, you know, little autograph Urkel picture and a, a signed letter from him and oh, all that's this awesome. stuff. And then they showed my audition tape on the end of the episode. So they really, so there was five winners and they had, um, you know, all these five kids that did Urkel impressions and that won the contest that were, it was like a dream sequence where Laura dreamed she married Urkel and they had all these Urkel kids. Uh, <laughs> that's so, phenomenal. Yeah. So, um, you know, they had all, all these winners on there and uh, I didn't win, but at the end of the episode, they played like, you know, the finalists that were in consideration for their audition tapes. And then my audition tape was on, on there. So I kind of got the bug from that moment there. I think that was probably the, the point where I was that's, like, that's pretty cool. I want to be on TV for that. So, um, you know, just, Pretty much started there. I, a lot of theater growing, you know, going up through high school and college theater, um, you know, independent student films stuff. I wrote myself growing up like that. So you directed a couple of things too. Yeah, a couple of little shorts and stuff. Yeah, that's cool. Um, now, like you, you, you've worked on some really big fucking productions, <laughs> and you've actually crazy enough. Some of the productions have been incredibly close to where I work. Like confess Fletch, did you do any of the bar scenes for Confess Fletch? Um, so I was, I did like a couple scenes as a as a detective, but I mostly did um, stand in photo double stuff for John Ham. So, okay. 
Um, John Ham and I are exactly the same size. I have bigger feet though, so that's you know I don't want to you know imply anything there. But I, I do. <laughs> How tall are you? I'm six one. Yeah. So, uh, that, yeah. But size wise for wardrobe, I'm exactly that's a, crazy. a match for John Ham. So I'm actually in as John Ham in the when they show um, a, a photo, I'm a, a footage of uh, security footage of him like sneaking around. Okay. It's like in black and white. That's actually me. Uh, oh, that's uh, cool. That's <laughs> even cooler. Yeah. So um, no, because uh, they shot a not. I don't know if a lot of it, but they shot a some of it in Worcester. Yes. And where they shot the some of there's a couple of bar scenes in it. And where they shot it is literally right on my route as a mailman. <laughs> um, same thing with Spirited. Like, the, the production company actually is on my route. So, like, I huh. I did see, like, I saw them coming and going. And then they even shot some parts, like, on the street that I'm at. They closed down some of my route for that Chris uh, Evans show. Yeah, uh, oh, that was... Um I worked on it too. I should probably know. The I, name of it. I can't remember the, the name of it. The lawyer one. Uh, yeah, not the Lincoln lawyer, but uh, yeah, it was on. It was an Apple TV raising plus something. Um, learning something. Some, defending some. Jacob. Yeah, oh, yeah, I think yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's what it is. I forget but, Apple TV exists. I don't, but like, uh, it, it, it's really like on the the far side of things. But they come out with some fucking phenomenal shows. But I'll never see them. I don't have Apple. <laughs> Whatever. I'm pretty you sure you upgrade can your phone. You get a free. You get free Apple Plus for like six months. Yeah. You every time phone. you get a what? new phone, you can get Apple Plus for six months. Every time you get a new phone, so just buy new phones every six months. Oh yeah, that seems pretty economical. <laughs> I think I could do that. <laughs> I, I, I'm just giving you yeah. fucking life tip pro tips, <laughs> like, man. I think I bought this one. No, I buy them off of fucking Amazon, and I pay for like this is an iPhone 10 or something. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't get them because I do like the pay as you go thing. Not pay as you go, but like you know, if you go through like straight talk or whatever, I go through the cable company. Oh, because yeah. we have Verizon, and like Verizon has these incentives to basically uh, get pay like way cheaper, which is weird. Uh, they subsidize like the phone to hell. I pay four ninety nine for an iPhone thirteen, like Pro. I'm getting married. I have. No money. To I've been married for seven for years, so that's all that. <laughs> like my money, I money goes into kids. I've been married. Yeah. I, you, you, Five years, and I have no same money. sentiments. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I get a new phone every two years, and I'm happy with that. So that's mm -hmm. you know, I, I I was I could have I was eligible to get the 14 last last time it came out, but I was like I'm gonna wait for the 15. I'm gonna I'm wait. Gonna I'm wait. waiting for the 15 as well. Wait a few months, and yeah. the 15 will come out. Yeah, yeah. Um, no. Before we ask any more questions, let's crack those beers open. All right. I'll, I'll get you a cup, Mikey. Actually, there's a Terrificon cup right there. I'll just get it. I'll get it. I'll get it. No, no, no. You I sit down. It. I'm huh? free. <laughs> He's so accommodating. Did you take your meds today? Yes. Hey. <laughs> I, dude, Jill was like, what the fuck? Don't lie to me. I took my meds today. Uh, Jill was like, did you, did you really write I'm that? I'm like, oh, Mikey did. I was like, I gotta delete that. Mikey doesn't drink beer. Well, he drinks beer. He just doesn't. He's non-carb. I'm you very low You can carb. give him some of mine. But I'll, I'll yeah, I'll have He's a little bit. He's <laughs> like. I like it. What's, what do we have here? Noon. Thrills and spills? Okay. Pass me the cup. Where I actually Please. Work. I do somewhere. Thank you, sir. Terrificon cup. This is pretty cool. I got a, a shit ton of them for free, so if you want it, you can take it home. <laughs> yes, I do. I, I ended up, I took like five. I ended up with 35. Shit. They they were handing them out as we were leaving last night. 
Uh, so before we so go anywhere, we did this last yeah, year, right been. around the same time. This is Thrills and Spills by Redemption Rock Brewing. I'm also Thank wearing you, the hat. Um, it is a New England IPA. It is 6.4. Yeah, I was right on the nose. 6.4%. Uh, it's smooth as fuck because they finish it with oats. Cool. Smells fantastic. I love this this brewery. I mean, yeah. Steve's now shilling for this brewery. I, I am a Redemption Rock Shill. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like, man, I don't know how they did it. Um, a perfect five again. <laughs> yep. Still a five. This is my favorite beer of all time. I mean, if there's free beer involved, you're going to probably say some nice things about it. Of course. <laughs> well, like, I, I just, we, this past week, started on their street team, which basically, like, I'm bartending for events and stuff. And it's uh, it, it's been lucrative. I mean, I, where else do you make money, get drunk, and hang out? I got to tell you. I'm not a shill for them, but this is fucking awesome. It's great. Yeah. It's like still like nothing can in a year, nothing's taken its place. Like this is really this good. became my my and it's a little warm because we've been here for an hour, but like so, it's still delicious. So we rate this uh zero to five and you do the point system, like okay. five point something. Oh not five point something, but yeah, four point <laughs> five something. Point Eleven. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, this is pretty high. I'm gonna go for like four point seven. I mean Whoa. Night. What do you wanna... work for right now? Sure <laughs> Are they hiring? You do. You do work for them. Um, SAG is on strike now. I do need. I do need some uh, some side money. So that's, that's. Oh yeah. So yeah. I'll ask that after this. <laughs> we'll we'll talk about the beer and then go over that stuff. Sounds fantastic. Um, but no, like still a five for me, Colin. Four or five. Four or five. It went down. I don't think you gave it four or five last time. It is warm. <laughs> so you're. <laughs> temperature dependent. Temperature uh, I think it gets better with the temperature. But w- this, whatever. I wouldn't even know this was an IPA. Like, it's because it is it because of. I'm trying to like posit it in your mind. The smooth does the smoothest make it different, like from a New England IPA for you. Like, it's smooth. It has like a the only way I most, only way I know it. I get that IPA taste after I already. Drank it. Yeah, you get the yeah. hops taste a yeah, little yeah, bit. Yeah. But, but that's it. And that, I that's like the aftertaste. Like I, I hate like when IPAs are like, mine is more bitter. No, mine is more bitter. No, mine tastes <laughs> like shit more. No, mine tastes like shit more. This is the shittiest tasting <laughs> beer. No, we have the shittiest shittiest hoppy hoppy. I don't know what you're talking beer about beers too, but it's not us. It's like but like all like a lot of smaller breweries will just be like, no, we're the hoppiest beer. I'm like, yeah, hops taste like shit. That might have been right? in in like, like a heady topper. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like West Coast is more yeah. bitter than New it's England. Just bitter, it's more bullshit. Fruity. I have that conversation with people a lot. Like, I, IPAs hate, became, I hate West Coast style yeah. IPAs. IPAs became super like big from like toppling Goliath and and uh, the West Coast like Lagunitas, and their whole thing was. Hey, let's make it bitter because that's what it's supposed to be. Because like the whole thing with India Pale Ale is the reason why it's so bitter is because they needed to find a hops that a hop or a um, barley, whatever it is, a hop that would <laughs> I keep saying hop uh, that would make You're it right, through though. the trek from like India to like the Pacific or something like that. And it's a really long thing. And yeah, we was, got two day shipping now, so yeah, fix this shit. That's right. So. Yeah. So, like, that's why it's so bitter is because it can survive cold temperatures. Uh, places cold. like Treehouse and stuff, they they kind of just sat there and they were like, you know what? Like, we can do this, but if we don't keep it in as long, 
it's got the taste that you like, but not the bitterness, and you get like the sweet notes and everything. And I don't, yeah, so they this, get fresh hops. This actually tastes tastes good. Uh, I I don't mind hop stuff and like a little bitterness, but when you just like go overboard, I'm like, ah. yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I like IPAs. I make that face. Hoppy. I make mm-hmm. that face in noise. Did you say something about be hoppy? Yeah, what? I fucking hate be hoppy. <laughs> yeah, that's a West Coast. That's why. It, it, no, it's just a bad IPA. R.I.P. Tupac. It's a West Coast style IPA. I was like, wait, are you talking about my gamer tag? Gone too soon. <laughs> R.I.P. Tupac? My, no, my gamer, gamer tag. Ta- my gamer tag on fucking Xbox is Tupac Sha Parkour. It, parkour? Yeah. I, I was playing fucking Titanfall one day, and it, you, my shit used to be like uh, Left Among the Dead. And then uh, somebody, we were playing Titanfall, and, and you, you know, that's... I. It, that's why it was called Left Among the Dead. It was my e- email for my band. Um, <laughs> we were playing it, and it's like there, there's an aspect of parkour in Titanfall. And somebody was like, it's like Tupac playing parkour. And I was like, yo, I'll be right back. And oh. I, as, I, as I'm logging off, I hear my friend Tim go, he's going to change his fucking gamer tag. And I come back <laughs> oh. two minutes later, and he's like, hey, Steve. <laughs> so this guy that I was in the military with, he changed his gamer tag. It was like maybe right when we got out. And he sent like everyone a voicemail, and like his gamer tag was like maybe his name and some numbers, I don't know. And uh, he changed it, and it was like Pink Taco Four Twenty, right? And he sent like a voice memo to everyone. Hey guys, I changed this to Pink Taco Four Twenty. Do you get it? Like, and he's dead serious. He's not being like ironic. Like, like <laughs> this like is so stupid. I'm being tag? ironic. He's like, do you get it? Pink tacos, yeah, a vagina, vagina. and four twenty is the weed number. I know the military. He's like, do you get it? Do you guys like the gamer tag? I never respond. I don't think I ever played another game. Yeah, I defeated him immediately. (laughs) No, uh, but now that we got the beer out of the way, like back to this, like out of all the people to make it out of Iraq with me. Yeah, Do this you? guy had. <laughs> no. I'm need, just kidding. I don't. You know didn't what. need Tom Hanks in like a Angels and Demons movie to, to decipher that one. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. Pink tie. All the numbers. You open it up. Open the cipher. You just it, spin it, a little yeah. wheel. Open it. Fucking and it, vagina. Oh <laughs> fucker. Oh vagina and the weed number. <laughs> oh shit. This guy's on. He's, a, he's, he's playing it. 4D chess. <laughs> he says it in a sultry voice. Hey guys. Do you know what I mean? I, you know what? I was giving him way too much credit with that with that impersonation. He was more like, guys, do you get it? It's pink taco, 420, because like, pink tacos, it's a vagina. Like, he sounded more like that. <laughs> he then went like on, an idiot. He then went on to murder a bunch of people. A little, more, a little more Beavis than Butthead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, do you get it? <laughs> oh, well. <fuck. laughs> um, so, like... Tell me more, like, about your acting career. Like, you you seemingly worked with some pretty big celebrities. Like, you're currently one of the, like, uh, star background performers for Blue Bloods. Yeah, so um, so essentially what came out of COVID, I guess, was a lot of shows uh, switched to a, what they call a core background group. So it, it, you might not really notice it very often. Most people don't because, you know, most people aren't watching the background. But... Um, most a lot of the shows that were filming, you know, t- March 2020 and on, once the you know c- coronavirus kind of s- stuff shut stuff down, they kind of um, started doing these groups. You know, 25 or so people. Um, that's the core background. So you have the same people coming every time. It kind of be like a 
a little bit of a pseudo bubble, you know, like it wasn't necessarily like you, you wouldn't have to like be in a hotel and like be quarantined, you know, and never leave or anything, which I, I've done that version as well uh, uh, for a movie. Um, but, you know, they basically had these, um, you know, group of actors that would come in and be there every day. And then you'd be, um, you know, one day you'd be a doctor and one day you'd be the, the, the cop or one day you'd be whatever, like whatever they need, you would be the same actors um, every every day. So that's kind of what Blue Bloods did. Um, it made a core background. So there was, you know, about 25 of us or so that was there every day, Monday through Friday. Um, and, it, you know, was there for the full nine-month month run, and we were there every day. It would just be, okay, tomorrow you're going to be a doctor. Tomorrow, the next day you're going to be whatever. And uh, it's sometimes it'd be multiple things per day. Um, <laughs> I, I, I've cool. seen you post pictures. Like, uh, one of them, you were a dead body. Yep. Uh, state <laughs> trooper. Yeah. Doctor. Uh-huh. Uh... Uh, a, a detective with them. Yep. Oh, actually, you were fucking. I totally off. I'll go to the, this after. I like if you were a detective, like detecting you, like the thing for your dead body, <laughs> like you great, as a dead yeah. body. <laughs> like one shot is you, and then the next shot, is uh, and like then the you. next shot is the coroner being like, "Yeah, yeah well," and, uh, and then it's like, "What the fuck? He's the same person." <laughs> and in my make believe, you have like the that continuity big, person's that, like that big magnifying glass too. <laughs> <laughs> the <laughs> continuity person's like, "We fucked up." Yeah. <laughs> no, but the, like that's awesome. Like I, I know, like I've talked to you a couple times before. Like you, you're cool with like Selleck and, um, you know Wahlberg. Yeah, Donnie, that's what I was gonna ask. Donnie's very cool. He he's one of the nicest guys. He he, uh, he doesn't obviously not everybody works every day when you're the main star. They had like you know, two or three days here and there. Tom Selleck was really great. He's he's um he's got a very cool schedule. He he basically sets it up so he's there for like two days per episode, and they basically will film like the last two days of the episode, and then, well, and then the next two days of the episode back to back. So like when we're done with this episode. Start the next one, and so he'll build, he'll be able to bang out two episodes in four days, and then fly back to California and be, you know, off for two weeks or three weeks, or whatever it is, until oh, we, wow. until we get so to the next cool. episode. Yeah, so that's a good schedule. He's got an uh, avocado farm in California. He's obsessed with. It. He loves I it. I hope oh, that's so. awesome. Does he bring avocados? He, he never did. No, <laughs> I was a little disappointed in that. A ask him. Say, hey, next time you come here. Can I just have one avocado? And then ask him to sign it. That's <laughs> just gonna say the exact same thing. And then just never draw get a mustache rid of it. on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was almost Indiana Jones. Yes. Does he ever talk about that? He never does. No. He, there's a few things that we we talk we don't talk about on set. There's a few things like that. I think Indiana Jones is probably one of them. He's a little uh, sore from that. Yeah. I yeah. But if you start talking about any baseball stuff, he's he's all into it. He loves he loves the baseball stuff. Really? Uh, What's yeah. his team? Uh, the Tigers, Detroit Tigers. Yeah. That oh. makes sense. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, but Donnie Whoa. though, Donnie's good though. He, he when he's on set, he does. He'll buy food for everybody. You know, so he has McDonald's Mondays, he buys Taco McDonald's Bell Tuesdays. Oh, he doesn't cool. have the Wahlburger. <laughs> yeah. Wahlburger Wednesdays. We should have. I, I suggested it multiple times. It was always it was always uh, White Castle Wednesdays. Uh, so I'm not sure Where's why. Where's the White Castle? Uh, in New York. Yeah, there's like three, two yeah, or three in New York. Yeah, they're they're kind of hard to find, but they're definitely. I've there. been to they're one. Not, they're not in Mass. They're like New Jersey, New York. Yeah. I, we, need to, we need to bring him to mass. <laughs> diarrhea sure, yeah. Wednesdays. Yeah, diarrhea. basically, yeah. <laughs> no, White Castle gives you diarrhea. Everything gives you diarrhea. What, 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 what's Thursdays? Uh, you know, I don't think he has like a, a thing on Thursdays. It was just food truck Thursdays. Bring your own fucking that's food right, Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> they would get some food trucks for like occasions, birthdays and holidays and things like that. Oh, good. that's cool. Yeah. I, do you film a lot more in Massachusetts or do you film um, more in New East England Coast area? Well, so, you know, the... Massachusetts has definitely picked up a lot in the last mm -hmm. couple of years because of the tax incentives. The tax incentives, yeah. yeah. So that, that became a permanent thing. It was a, it was set to end uh, next year. So they they made that a permanent thing. It's a permanent tax incentive. Oh, seriously? Yeah. I, I hadn't heard anything about that. I knew it was ending. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So now it's permanent. We're good. We're that's it. We're 
So they call Boston Hollywood East. That's like the, the the cool nickname we have now. So I like that uh, because you know we we get a lot of stuff. Where the tax incentive is very competitive. I think it's like twenty five or twenty seven percent. Yeah, I think it's get cool. back. I think so, it's like twenty eight point three. Yeah, it's pretty big. It's it's what, one of the biggest ones in the industry. What are the big ones? Is it now Boston, Atlanta? So Georgia has one. Um, New Mexico has one. So Netflix built their kind of like big hub there um, in, in New Mexico. Any any desert or Mexican or like, yeah. India scenes are done <laughs> yeah. over there. In they a have, yellow they tint. have huge studios now there too, like huge, huge sound stages there. Oh, they, is that they tax build. incentive reach out to porn? That's a good question. <laughs> it is technically yeah. a production. Uh, yeah, but it's, I don't think it's a sag after. Yeah, you production. might have to. <laughs> hey, you don't know. They could be union. <laughs> because, oh, yeah. I'm sure they are. <laughs> <laughs> like AAV or adult, uh, whatever. Yeah. Regardless. But no, that's, that's awesome. Um, Before I forget, can I interject? Where, did you. Uh, do any background for uh, the Mark Wahlberg movie uh, Patriots Day? I did not. No, I was there. Really? I did. I they like calling people to be extras. They were supposed to pay me like fifty bucks a day. I never got the money, <laughs> but it was cool. I was I was in the background there. I did nothing. Just really, just stand there. Some days, some days like that. I think there's been days where I I've gone to to, a, to set and you just sit in the holding area and you never go to set. Like they're like, oh, well, we didn't need you so. You're not getting paid. Here's here's twelve hours to sit in a, a church basement and play on your phone for you know the but, afternoon. But so being part of the union, you still get paid for that. Yes. Yeah. So, That's yeah. nice. I remember when you first started. I want to say when you first started acting, did you the 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 union dues are like the, the to begin in SAG after is wicked expensive right yeah, yes and I remember your wife was raising money for you yeah I remember see this was a long yeah, time yeah. ago <laughs> like I, I again I said this earlier wasn't on camera but I've known your wife for like twenty years yeah like I the only reason I know her is because my ex girlfriend and her were best friends growing up oh, okay. She ever? If, I'll say the name after. Fucking hates my guts. <laughs> no, no, no. Her, my the ex is a fucking uh, a crackhead, like legitimately. Oh, yeah. all right, <laughs> nice. If yeah. I say the name, you'll probably know. But anyways, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, like it, I just remembered all that just popped in my head. But like, <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Um, uh, now that I think about it, when was that? Probably 12, 2012, 13. Um, so 2019 is when I officially joined SAG. Oh, maybe that's when it was. Yeah. So I've, I'd been SAG eligible since 2007, but I just kind of like flirted around with it. So you, so there's two ways to get into the union. You basically either have to get a line, which is very hard to do or, uh, nearly possible as non-union. Yeah. Um, or you get three waivers. So essentially that you work as SAG for the day on something. So they have a um, minimum contract for for SAG as a TV show. The first twenty five actors on set for background have to be SAG, and for film it's uh, eighty five. For first eighty five on set have to be okay. SAG. So they're very they're very strict about that. Like once they hit their, their numbers, everyone else after that is non union. They're not going to bring in any more SAG, and they don't want to spend any more money. So yeah. So you know it's it's very hard to get in, especially on TV stuff because first twenty five. It's you know it, being in New England is actually a huge advantage for anyone that wants to be an actor and wants to join the union because. Um, there's less act union actors in New England than are that are in New York or LA or something like that. So if people in New York, I tell them if you want to get your uh, vouchers, if you need vouchers, come to New England because they hand them out a little bit more. Especially if they're looking for something they can't find, like let's say they need like a, a skateboarding scene or something, or they need a bunch of skateboarders. Well, good luck finding you know 85 SAG skate, skateboarders you know in New England that are available <laughs> on the day you need them. So they're gonna they're gonna go find a non-union guy that's good at skateboarding. They go to like a skate park and find a guy. 
they'll say, hey, you know, you, you'll get a voucher for the day. Uh, that's you know, crazy. and that's how you kind of get your voucher. You kind of fit a, fit a category that they're they're weak on, or they need somebody or special ability, mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. It makes it a little bit easier to get your waivers, and then you get three, then you're eligible to join. Uh, if after three, you can you can technically wait and keep getting more, but I think after five, you're considered a must join. And then SAG will send you a letter saying like, "Hey, you owe us some money, or you can't keep uh, you know working stuff. on these waivers that, and stuff." Yeah. That's crazy. Oh, but no, so, that's sorry, go ahead, Mike. Oh, so when I did the one, yeah, like I was because there's a huge crowd. They needed like hundreds of people. Yeah. Um, on that Patriots Day movie, so they were like, "Yeah." So this director, whoever the fuck he was, um, <laughs> Peter, Bur- Peter Burry, I think wasn't. Oh it? yeah, it was. Sure. So uh, <laughs> Peter Burry, they're like, if like. If you're around and like he just wants you to maybe say something, he's like, if they if he gives you a line and you say something, there's someone kind of follows him around, and they fill out the paperwork and boom, oh, you, yeah. you get your your fucking sag. The right contract there. comes out, yeah, you sign the paperwork, and then, yeah, if yeah. you get a line, and he's like, it happens a lot with this guy, yeah, this particular guy. Some he directors, does it all the time. some directors do it. Yeah, Adam McKay is the biggest one I've ever run into. He on oh. average he he upgrades about fifty background. Per per movie doesn't necessarily mean wow, that the lines fuck. lines are gonna make it into the thing because like he cuts crazy. a lot, but he's he's more of like the feeling of like um, you have to it has to be feel real feel feel more realistic. How many times have you seen a movie or a show and like a, an actor goes up to a guy and goes, "Hey, where's so and so?" and they just go like they just point over in a direction, and that's because they don't want to pay the guy you know an extra thousand bucks to say over there like but <laughs> in real life you'd go hey yeah, he's over there like so adam mckay is of the school of thought we're like well if it's that, it makes sense just fucking say it and then we'll pay you and then if we don't need it we, we don't need it but at least it'd feel more realistic and more you know on par with yeah. real life if, if people right. just talk to people you know because you, you can just see it you just see it when when someone talks to a background actor and they're clearly not to- told not to say anything you can you can totally tell when when that yeah. happens. Yeah, oh, that's so frustrating too. Yeah. So now, they're, like, you understand, like, oh, they're not just they don't get that little extra incentive. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, you, you don't get the residual money, uh, mm-hmm. which is where the big money is, unless it makes it into the final product. So I think that's probably his school of thought too. It's like for him to throw out an extra fifty thousand dollars to you know fifty background people that for that movie, whatever. It's like it's probably just pennies on the you know on the page for him. That's but, nothing. Yeah. It's got to be nothing. Yeah, I mean, because the you know a day rate is, is about twelve hundred dollars for an eight hour an eight hour day for for a day player. If you, one line, you say the word high, that's twelve hundred twelve hundred bucks. That's awesome for your eight hour day. I mean, the, the the thing with the union that's you know essentially where the m- money is 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 a long day because after eight hours you're guaranteed eight hours. You walk in the door if they tell you to go home five minutes later, you're you're still going to make the the day rate for the eight hours. But the money's in the overtime, so like after eight eight hours, eight to ten hours is time and a half, and uh, uh, ten to fifteen hours is double time, and then after fifteen hours is called golden time, which is uh, your day rate, uh, your whole day rate per hour after that. So oh, that's awesome. Uh, so yeah, so that's that's what the fuck. Everybody, that's have you done crazy. that before? So I have come so close, like three or four times, and every time it, I've missed it by minutes. Every time, <laughs> and that is it because sucks. somebody's sitting there, like looking? Oh and being yeah. Like, some producer. You get the uh, fuck off my set right yeah. now. Yeah. One time uh, they they almost forgot what time I came in. Like, oh shit, we got to get you out of here. Like they signed us out really quick. And then uh, one of them was like a Halle Berry movie that was filming in New Jersey. And so New York has weird r- weird rules. It was um a- uh, MMA movie she did. Um, Catwoman. Bruised. I think it was called <laughs> Bruised. Oh, you know what? I actually just yeah yeah. I, I don't saw think that. it did very well. I no, think it went straight I did, to the, the DVD or something. Uh, but your your IMDb still doing stuff. Yeah. Your IMDb and you just saying it now just reminded me that that's a movie. <laughs> so yeah. 
So I just saw an interview like the other day with like Brad Pitt, and he was talking about his first like on-screen thing, and he was a waiter for a Charlie Sheen movie, and he was just like background, and he was just like, and he went up and he's like, "Yeah, hey, would you like anything else?" To one of the actors, the actresses, whatever, and she like looked at him, and like they st- and the director's like, "Don't you ever fucking do that again." What? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, some directors are less uh, open to the idea of of background. Uh, Gus Van Zandt making yeah. making a move like that. You know, sometimes that works out. You know, the, the official like thing is like don't say anything. Like you're not supposed to say anything, but like you kind of just have to feel it out, feel the moment, kind of thing, and see if you can kind of squeeze something in. Yeah. And you can at least do it one take. In the worst case, this is gonna be like now get out of here. Like what? Like you you get out of here, go to the back or something. You know. So I've seen that happen before where like, someone tries to you know squeeze a line in and. Then the an AD comes over and was like, "No, no, don't do that again, or or we're moving you out of here." So, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, can you imagine? So now, like that director is Brad Pitt. Yeah. Like he shit on Brad. Brad Pitt probably never worked with that guy after that. No. Uh, my Gus Van Sant thing was more so. Did you do you remember uh, Jane Silent Bob Strike Back? There was a scene in there where they were uh, uh, going from uh, production to production, and they were doing Goodwill Hunting too. And yeah. the, the next thing is like, is Matt Damon and Ben Affleck are like, are, are we good? And Gus Van Zandt's like, I'm busy, Ben. And he's like counting money. And he's like, yeah, yeah, action. Go. <laughs> <laughs> but no. Um, do you, wh- what are your aspirations? Like, do you, do you want to become, I, I, I don't mean this like, I, I hope it's not coming off negatively. Yeah. No. Do you want to become like a full, like, the for, star the foreground yeah. yeah yeah i mean i mean i'm assuming that's everybody's aspiration but you know you would think that but you know i know i know a lot of background actors that are perfectly f- happy just doing background and being in the background you know uh, uh not not everyone wants to be in the in this in the spotlight i i certainly wouldn't mind getting out and, and having some lines and you know and showing some real acting chops i but uh there are some people that that are just perfectly fine being in the background they they that's all they want to ever do, and they want all, that. That's perfectly happy for them. I do remember when I watched Spirited with my wife. I was like, "That's my friend's husband. <laughs> I know who that is." <laughs> and I like I messaged you a cut like last week or the week before. So my father-in-law is watching the most recent season of Blue Bloods. Yeah, show me where you are in specific episodes. Yeah, <laughs> so I could be like, I know him. Yeah, he if you watch house. if you watch any of those shows like Law and Orders, all those things like that, you know you. Last last three years, you'll see the same people over and over again uh-huh. in the background because that core mm-hmm. that core group and stuff. So that's but that's crazy. They to do a good about. job though. They do a good job. So Blue Bloods is really good about it because you know they have different sets and stuff. A lot of it's on set. So um, you know we had it. We're, we film in Brooklyn and of course like three or four different stages. So you know we have like Donnie Wahlberg's precinct. We have his you know brother's precinct. There's like the DA's Art office. Wahlberg. Yeah. So. Uh, so sorry. So just they just we we were like a kind of assigned characters for each one. So like whenever I'm in Donnie's precinct, I was a, a, a detective in a suit. Whenever we were in his you know brother Jamie's precinct, I was a you know police officer in uniform. So it depends on you know what we're doing here and there. You know I was the DA in the DA's office. So that's on, so cool. So you, speaking you of detectives f- in a suit, you were uh, you were part of the SNL skit. Um, <laughs> the oh, what the fuck? Which one was it? Mm-hmm. Uh, Murder Durder. Murder Durder, yeah. That like holy shit. And it like there's like four times where it pans directly on your face and it's just like, all right, cool. Yeah. That was one of the uh, hands down like top top three experiences of my acting career so far. Elon so, Musk. It was the Elon Musk episode. Oh shit. Uh, you know, it was so I'd done SNL once before. I did a digital short before. 
It was uh, Carrie Mulligan's episode. It wasn't very anything crazy. I was like pretty blurry in the background for that. But you could one spot you could make me out. But it was more about the experience of like, hey, I, I did SNL. I wanted you know childhood dream kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But I got called with the SNL episode of Elon Musk, and that one was crazy. You must so, have shit your pants. Uh, I was dying. <laughs> yeah, and I got there, and there was only three background besides the cast. So it was mm-hmm. me and t- and two other women. Uh, one woman was playing the dead body in the sketch, and the other woman was playing a, a, like a secretary at the police precinct or whatever, and I was playing a cop. And then they're like, oh, well, we don't have any stand-ins for anybody, so you'll be all the guy stand-ins, and this girl will be all the female stand-ins. So we, we, we double-dipped. We did you know, acting and standing in um, on, on the night, and uh, I started for everybody that was there, Bowen Yang, Elon Musk, uh, you know. Uh, Beck Bennett and everybody. So got to run through the whole, every scene, even though if I wasn't in the scene, I got to go run through the scenes, um, meet Elon Musk and all that stuff. It was so, how was that? It was so cool. Elon Musk is a weird guy. Like, well, yeah. Well, socially awkward. It's even crazier that like, that was the first time he came out and was like, I'm autistic. Right. Like, yeah. Like, or Asperger's. He has Asperger's, but no, like, (laughs) (laughs) Wahlberger's Asperger's. That's the name of the episode. Wahlburgers, Asperger's. Are we going to get sued, do you think? I don't know. Okay. No. Just spell it weird. Yeah, yeah. W-A-L-L. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways, no, Um. That that is cool. Like, now... <laughs> It must be awesome, Colin, like being able to work with someone Donnie, like Elon Musk. Do you still have the same, you know, like <laughs> respect, or if, even if you had respect, like do you do you still like him now that you know the shit he's doing now? Yeah, I mean, I think he's, I think he's a super smart guy. He definitely, uh, he's not smart about everything. I mean, let's, no, let's he's just, just been. It seems like, like he's him. making like he's making. I do too. Mistakes like left and right. That's the like only thing. Book, he's Who more book smart than common sense. I asked for a free Tesla when we were done. Like I, when we, when he was wrapped, I was like, "So is this where we get our free Teslas? Is we all get like everyone here?" Like he, he didn't he didn't let he didn't <laughs> no. think it was that funny. He just stares at he you. Just like, uh, he yeah. blinked twice and fucking left. <laughs> <laughs> I want that guy off my set. Yeah. No, no. it was uh, it was tough. He he he, I, he surprised me during the live show for the live sketches because seeing him act in real life was a little rough like he he oh, his acting chops were very tough like we did one take and then i, th- I might have been like beck bennett was like okay so let's let's do this next one but let's try a little acting with it next time uh, <laughs> just, just right right at him like uh, okay all right <laughs> he's just like <laughs> one of the was, richest men in history yeah so biggest innovator you of Tesla, our time but you're <laughs> off the list <laughs> yeah yeah it was literally like him like reading like it was just like eyes like reading across the cue cards like saying the lines i was like oh my god That's this is rough but he he worked it out. He 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 got Dude, better. I mean, I get it. Just like a bazillionaire that just like billion. Took his There's no such thing as a bazillion. Go ahead. Maybe <laughs> facetious. facetious. Maybe one day, Steve. Yeah. Yeah. You come up with it. Jizz. He yep. identifies as a bazillionaire. <laughs> <laughs> Continue, Mikey. I'm sorry so, for throwing you off. Yeah. Like to take a week off of whatever the fuck he was doing. Yeah. And. Did never act before. Uh, no, wait, no. Do you know what he was in? Big movie. He acts like a human every day. Do you know what big? <laughs> no, do you know what big movie he was in? Transformers. No. Oh, my what? coffee's. Oh, was drippy. It? What was it? Dri- my coffee's drippy. My coffee's, it was drippy. my coffee's drippy. Starring. What movie was he? <laughs> Malcolm McDowell. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Colin it was Powell. Colin pa- and Colin Powell. Colin. Break uh, <laughs> <Craig Hell> performance. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> Played by. I don't know. Yeah. No. So it was uh, Iron Man 2. 
What? No? Remember when he's all, no. he's like, there's an electric no. jet I want to talk to you about. Tony. Uh, oh, yes, oh, yes, okay. yes, yes. They're in the bar just before the, Tony the, goes to race. Right, right, like the Justin Hammer and then, yeah, say got no. It. Oh, okay. I say that, you're like, no, no. I didn't say no. <laughs> I said no. No, I said, I said, oh. <laughs> they were like, no. I, I probably said, said no, but I I'm covering no. so hard. <laughs> um, no. So, fake news. No. I, like, it's right there. We can uh, watch it. No. Uh, it's kind of a two- <laughs> <laughs> Kind of a two-parter question. Is there anybody that you've worked with on any of the productions you've been part of that you're just like like starstruck and you didn't know what to do? Like, did I don't did you work you worked with Will Farrell, but I don't know that you worked with Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, so I was Ryan Reynolds' stand-in for, oh, for oh, Spirited as well. Oh, cool. yeah. He's tall as shit. He's right? six, he's six one, one. Yeah, he's yeah. six one and a half. Like, oh, I thought he was like six four. No, Will Farrell's six four. Will Farrell's oh. pretty tall. And I did stand in for one day as like an emergency thing. His stand-in was doing something else. Uh, and it was a dance rehearsal day because you know I had a big dance number at the beginning of the movie where he comes down and talks about Christmas that was, and stuff. That was at Mechanics Hall in Worcester. Yes, that and, was literally right around the corner from yeah. me. Yeah, and so they they had me stand in for the dance rehearsal, and I was like, I, you could have picked a better person because I don't dance, like I'm really bad. So uh, I, I I held my own okay, I think, but you know they probably they probably were like after that one day they're like no no let's get somebody else. But but yeah, so I stood in for Ryan Reynolds for for Spirited, so because you know it's a flashback. He goes into like the past and sees himself. So there was two Ryan Reynolds. Whenever there was a uh, a young Ryan Reynolds, I was the stand-in for the young Ryan Reynolds. That's uh, photo double with like the the dots on his face for the green screen. Oh, you had the dots on your face. No, there was oh. no, there was another guy that was you know dressed um, like in, as, as him and had the dots so they could CGI oh, the okay. face on him and stuff. The young Ryan Reynolds. That's cool. but I was the stand-in for that spot whenever he did it, um, and it was actually one of the more fun experiences being a stand-in because. You know, for anyone that's not familiar with how that work, how, how stand-in works is, you know, you get someone that's similar height, size, shape as the person, and they literally stand in the spots that they're going to stand in and run through the scene so that the crew can light and everything and that kind of stuff. And so, a lot of times it's just you know very, um, very um, technical. So it's just like you know you, you move here, and then when he says this line, he's going to move to here and then turn and then blah blah blah. So it's not it's just very getting the moves down. But this director um, for Spirited like to run through the entire scene with the stand-ins performing the scene. So we had to be, you know, we had to have the script, we had oh, to know the, read the lines. We didn't have to be off book, but, you know, they preferred it, you know, if we could be. You know, professionals, we, you know, we tried to do this best we can. <laughs> and uh, the first day we did it was a little nerve-wracking because I didn't realize that was what they were doing. And so we were doing it, we're running through with the other stand-ins. And then Will, Will and uh, Ryan come on the set and then they're watching us do a rehearsal. <laughs> like, oh, let's get some second-team theater here. So... Um, you know, they, we basically performed the whole scene in front of them every time. So it was kind of cool, like be Ryan Reynolds in front of Ryan Reynolds, but a little nerve wracking at the same time. So that just comes cool. up. He's like, I'm not going to look anything. Like <laughs> yeah. That. <laughs> yeah. But you kind of wonder like sometimes like, well, maybe that, did I deliver the line differently than he was going to do it in his head? And he heard it was like, maybe that's a little better. Maybe I'm going to, maybe I'm going to say it like oh, that. So that's cool. You know, you kind of, you know, maybe it's just more wishful thinking in my part, but yeah. But what, was there, know. was there anybody that you just got starstruck to with? Man, I mean, uh, I feel like I mean, working with actors like like seasoned actors, you yeah. obviously and being one yourself, you can't really get starstruck. Yeah, but you the, the, you fanboy out on the inside hard. Yeah, like it's, yeah. you got to keep it internal sometimes. We had um, Keith Coogan on. Do you, you know? Uh, Don't tell mom the babysitter's dad. Yes, he yeah. he did a live stream with us back in April. Uh, April. 
April. Yeah, that sounds about and, right. And I fanboyed out pretty hard. I was like, I fucking, I just watched this movie and yeah. Yeah. But like, yeah, like I, I get it. Like, but internal fanboying, got it. Yeah. Um, the SNL thing was big for me. Like uh, just me seeing the cast and everything, you know, just being there for that was, was, was hard not to fanboy out on that one, just being a huge fan of it. I mean, there's so many. Yeah. So like yeah. everyone you kind of want to meet. Yeah. I, I imagine on like a movie or like a show, it's like a couple of the big stars. Right. But like SNL, it's like you want to meet the entire cast. You want, and the special guest. <laughs> yes. That's Elon fucking Musk for that one. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, that was it was. And his girlfriend wild. at the time. What was it? Grimy. <laughs> uh, I don't Grimes. know. I'm not sure if she Grimes. was there. She was didn't she do Peach? She was Prince who was Princess Peach? Um that, that might have been uh Chloe Feynman, maybe? I'm maybe. not sure. I, I, I just watched the clips. I didn't watch it live. Yeah. Now I'm gonna go watch the clips again. <laughs> just be looking out for you. Murder. That one. Her. I mean, that one's. For, it's just gonna be awesome for me all the time. I, I watched a clip of Kate Winslet because it makes fun of uh, um, her show that was on HBO. There, um, I can't think of the name of it. No, Kate Winslet had a show where she had. It was set in Pennsylvania. It was like a murder. She was like a cop or detective or something. Let's look this up. I don't know. It was. I know. Hmm. It's. Uh, we usually have a producer here. He <laughs> Google's stuff and. Sound drops. Yeah, Dave's not here. He has so. the drops and like all that stuff. Yeah, we're we're raw dogging it today. But that was the show that we were making. We were making fun of, and I just remember seeing a clip of her like talking about how, how she's <coughs> watched that sketch like a thousand times. Her and her family like literally go, "Hey, you want to watch the murder dirty again?" Like it's just <laughs> it's just kind of funny. Like in the back of your mind, to think like Kate Winslet's like watching me like on a Sunday afternoon, like just giggling in her living room or something. So mm-hmm. who's the? So are you? Since you do like the. Uh, like the extra stuff like are you aware of like that there's one really famous background guy he's like that chubbier guy with the yeah with the glasses the glass he's yeah. in like fucking everything yeah yeah who's that guy i don't remember i, I know don't, his name i don't remember point. his name but he, yeah he's been he has been like in a lot of things have and, you seen him have you worked with him i have not i think he's a west coast guy, west coast guy. i think he stays out there mostly. mayor of easton east town east yes town. yeah that, mayor easton. of east town yeah yeah that's what oh. it was but yeah that guy she has a guy. crazy uh pennsylvania accent and that so it's the big joke in the sketch is like oh yeah we're gonna get a british actor to do an accent and (laughs) (laughs) Uh, well they i guess they find it a lot easier christian bale was saying like yeah we're so saturated with like american stuff i can do it right uh that's like why people think that i have an american (laughs) accent but i don't yeah but uh it's weird it's weird when you hear them like that like I, i met tom holland and that was Awkward Fuck to yeah! Me. Like I would, I, that's where the fanboy would have been. <laughs> he's yeah, he's good with his accent. Tom Holland was a he, good one. I, he was just he, did. Was um, he nice? He was. Yeah. yeah. He seems yeah. to be one of the most down to earth people. He did a um, uh, smartless. Yes. With uh, have you ever re- listened to that podcast? You're, I thought you were going to say red, and I was going to be like, whatever you say after that. <laughs> the no. transcripts. Yeah. No. Yeah. Download the transcripts. <laughs> smartless <laughs> is um, Jason Bateman. Um, Sean Hayes, Sean Hayes, and uh, Will Arnett. Yeah, Will Arnett. Oh, oh, and and Will what Arnett. they do is they really just get like a, an actor or a performer, and they just ask questions about their, you know, uh, wow, what the fuck career? Yeah. And and it's really cool. And they did Tom Holland, and Tom Holland, like he he was like so down to earth. He's like, I literally like. You know, I just have my thing. I have a, a flat in England. We just hang out. We don't have parties. I'm not a party guy. He's a big golfer. Yeah, he golfs all the time, like all sorts of crazy shit. And yeah. His, he started young too. So yeah. like, he's been like rich and famous for like 
basically his whole life. His dad's and he's, super rich too. Yeah, his dad's like a stand, oh, stand-up comedian. Stand-up comedian, and his, his mom does yeah. something. Yeah. His mom's Who's the dad. That's British humor, so yeah, it's like very dry. Yeah. He's like super famous British comedian over here. He's like <laughs> nobody. Yeah, 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 nobody. Fish and chips. Yeah, in it. Blimey, brilliant. It's Tuesday, in it. Oi, that girl <laughs> real fit. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true though. Like a lot of British stars don't really get famous. Like they, uh, I worked on um, this series called Julia. It's on HBO. Julia, Julia, about Julia Childs. Yeah, and the, and the main actress Sarah. I forget her last name, but she's been in like. Um, um, I'm daving it happy, right now. The the British show, the Happy Happy Valley, um, and a bunch of other things. But she 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 says she loves coming over here because she, does, she doesn't get recognized. But she goes back over there and she's like she can't go outside in public. She's yeah. mobbed. But she here she goes out. She go to market basket or whatever and and grocery <laughs> shop and maybe one person goes, oh hey, I know who you are. And but the, that, uh, she enjoys that part of it. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. We don't really give a shit about British stars unless like they make it in America, right. like Henry Cavill and shit like that. I think also New England's everyone's like fuck you <laughs> just kind of keeps themselves. <laughs> you think you're better than me? <laughs> think you're better than me? Oh, you got money? <laughs> fuck you. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> Rich uh, asshole. Jizz. <laughs> Jizz. <laughs> Say whatever I want. It's my constitutional right. My constitutional right. Yeah. Um, Is that the first amendment? Con- yeah. yeah. I'll kill your family. <laughs> Sorry. Burn your house down while they're in it. I can say what I want. <laughs> that's, that's, that's your neighbor now. <laughs> you being oh, a dad, uh, you'll understand why I keep looking at my phone. I keep I'm getting texts. But we have uh, uh, plans with family, a friend of ours, like, uh, and one of their kids woke up with an impetigo rash on their Mouth. What is that? Uh, it's a bacterial infection. Oh, yeah, that doesn't. That it, sounds terrible. It, it, it's yeah, not. Yeah. Right. It's not. Uh, it's not really contagious unless they like scratch it and then touch something else. Well, that's contagious. That's. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> it's like, really contagious. It's only unless you get it. It's you only touch their face touch like it a thousand times a day. Yeah. It's <laughs> only, <laughs> as long as you're not in their vicinity. It's only contagious if it's open. Let me rephrase. Anyways, and it's a little kid, right? Yes. It's open. Yeah. yeah. They, no, it's not open. Yet. It's all over I, that house. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to fight you. Shut it down. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're not we're probably not hanging out now. I so, wouldn't. Anyways, <laughs> back to back to what we were talking about. Uh one of the things like I wanted to ask you about like you're a working actor in the middle of the SAG after strike. Like how is it affecting you? Yeah. Uh well, I mean the it's a bit of it's a big thing for sure. Um well, the writer strike happened two months before SAG, SAG went on strike, so yeah. that was that also had a huge impact for me personally because uh, the day before I was supposed to, uh, so the day the writer strike happened was the day before I was supposed to go on to the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon uh, for my third time uh, and actually see my face. Um, so I've been, oh. the, I've been on the Tonight Show twice now um, as the Tonight Show Yeti. Mm-hmm. So um, that is awesome. If you've seen uh, any sketches he does with the Yeti, that's that's me in the costume. You did uh, the um, uh, the race. He did yeah, with, so he's done cool yeah. the little wine cooler races um, where he does a little race race around the, the studio and stuff. I saw that live. Uh, I did. I did not did, live, but like when it was on TV. Yeah. That, uh, so I did the Cameron Diaz episode um, for that, and then I did another episode where uh, he was just rest, uh, racing one of the the routes. Um, that's, was, yeah, that's what I like saw. Tyreek, I think, was one of the roots. But I'm, I'm, a, I've been the Yeti. I'm like the recurring Yeti. You're the best Yeti. guy. Best and, Yeti, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the best yet. So you oh, know, fuck, that might be the episode name. Uh, <laughs> best Yeti. <laughs> so I was excited. I was going to be uh, on 
the Tonight Show again. They were gonna, it was going to be J Lo was the guest. They were going to do this um, sketch that they've done before, where basically they, they face each other and then something crazy happens behind them on the stage, and they have to describe what's going on and get them to guess what's going on. Um, and I was going to be uh, Napoleon Dynamite uh, <laughs> eating spaghetti lady in the tramp style with uh, the cocaine bear. Uh, that was going to be <laughs> oh fuck. That was going to be the sketch. Um, uh, but you know, the, literally the day the writer strike happened, I got the text that morning saying, "Oh yeah, everything's good. We'll, we'll get to your details for coming in tomorrow later." And then two hours later, it was like, "Oh, you've been released. You're good. We're we're everything's dark. We're shut down." Uh, with the writer strike, uh, all the daily you know shows that film every day were the first ones to go because they have writers you know writing every day. I was hoping that you know maybe. They were going to sneak it in. Maybe they had written stuff for the rest of the week, anticipating the writer's strike. But no, they just they just completely shut it down right away. So um, immediate impact for the writer's strike for my career. Um, so that was unfortunate there. And then um, the writer's strike, you know, basically uh, essentially hit the, hit the actors in a way because stuff started slowly as slowly was um, diminishing what they were filming because they could only film things that were written before the writer's strike happened. So yes. anything that was already in the can was good to go. So most TV series write three or four episodes in advance at, at most. Um, so and they can't improv. Right. Exactly. Which is weird. So that, 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 yeah, that is to me a little weird. Like the improv part, it's like, no, nobody was writing, but then again, you, I guess you could be credited as the writer, and I, I don't understand it, but I, I get it. It's a gray area for sure. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, well, like even like Ryan Reynolds on Deadpool, right? They had to do every line specific, mm -hmm. and like you know they they ad lib, and even though he's a writer and the actor, like he can't, right? He could only act out what he already had. Yeah, so which, it was a it is it was it was a bad situation for which I mean, who's really checking? <laughs> right. if he's like no no i wrote that in yeah you just didn't see it <laughs> like, yeah okay. my question was was like director writers because lots of, lot of directors also write their own stuff too so yeah. uh i worked on something james gunn that filmed in springfield actually um and it was like a first first or second time director but he also wrote the script and i was kind of worried confused about how that worked like he can't do any rewrites because he's the writer and the director so he had to stick to the script exactly how it was it was written and i had a friend that got an upgrade um, and given a line, and then they had to take it away because you can't you can't do that during a writer strike because that's technically writing a new line. So um, since the writer strike happened, no background has gotten any upgrades or could get an upgrade officially because that would be technically writing a new line. So mm -hmm. so oh man, so oh, rough rough period. Even if, even if we're still filming, there's there's no <laughs> possibility of an upgrade during how, that period. How so. close are we to a resolution with all this shit? Not at all. Not very close. Yeah. Well, correct me if I'm wrong. Because I, I'm not 100% sure. But, like, the whole reason SAG went on strike was because of comments made by uh, an executive from a studio. Like, they, they basically said, like... Was that Bob Iger? No, it wasn't Bob they Iger. They haven't announced who said it. Yeah, they won't. I don't think they'll ever say. Because if Bob Ron, Iger Ron said Perlman it, Perlman will come to his house and burn it down. Yeah, like he's already he's already but, put that out there. But so. the the um, fucking guy, <laughs> the fucking the. Uh, exec said something to the extent of like we'll drag this out as long until they come back because once they start getting evicting and right. evicted and foreclose their houses foreclosed on they're going to come back and yeah. it was like the next day sag went on strike in solidarity yeah so because sag was as far as i remember reading they were going to come to terms so it, they were closer than the writers were when the writers went on strike i think 
um, just having limited information about what's going on in the room there, what they've released anyway. Um, so they were still far apart on a lot of things, a lot of, a lot of uh, negotiating points. So for, for, at least for actors anyway, what I can speak to is like the biggest sticking points that they're working about, worried about is AI. Is like that's the biggest mm-hmm. one. Because, I totally get that. You know, it's already been happening. So the Whitney Houston movie filmed uh, in Massachusetts. Uh, I wanted to get that's to somebody. Right. And they did that for that film. They scanned, they, they, they asked actors to come in for a day, paid a one day rate. You were there for maybe two or three hours and then digitally scanned, you know, went to like a, a booth and they had all the cameras, they scanned everybody. And they scanned everybody for the big the big scenes where they're at Gillette and Whitney was singing the national anthem. All that's all digital people in there. So like, and this wow. is like a specific close up. But like when you see like the big crowd scenes, that's all digitally scanned New Englanders that are um, have been scanned for that. And they had no protection that that company is not going to keep those images and use them for anything yeah, else keep later them on, in perpetuity, yeah, forever. So yeah. oh, so okay, it's already happening. It's what, already has happened in multiple spots. How do you feel about that? In in, in the sense of like, uh, do you feel like if they scan you for AI for a production, just that production, right? You're okay with it, but as long as it's not used in perpetuity, I mean, I would say. Most pe- people will be okay with it being used for that if they if they say okay one if it's one scene like, yeah, like if they hey, say it's one film. scene like you know or two scenes like they have to specify they would have to specify what they're going to use it for because like, like we got Gillette on an off day we got to fill the stands yeah it, that's which all is we're going to use fucking it for. easy right they, and that's what the, the 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 way to do it before was was it's called tiling so you would film a section of you know. 100 background and then you would rearrange them into different spots and then you would film them again and then you rearrange them in different spots and film them again and, yeah. and they would just just copy and yeah, paste that in different spots so it was essentially the same thing but a little bit more work like obviously AI and the computer technology will make it easier and faster for them but it's not going to work out for the actors at all for that for that or they'll, or they'll do it like uh, with the new Roadhouse movie coming out with Jake Gyllenhaal is they brought him out <laughs> they brought him out during a UFC event right and they're like all right hey this is all the movie so we need everyone yeah sign a waiver saying you're okay with being in the background yeah yeah if you're in the room and and uh and they like did the weigh-ins everything all the real people and they just kind of piggybacked off that event i guess they could have done that for gillette but also being from new england i don't trust any new englanders (laughs) to go along with it somebody's gonna whip their dick out or something Somebody's gonna Teen Wolf fuck it, catch us in double burgers anywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> something racist. <laughs> the That's all Mikey. Whitney Houston. Yeah, it's gonna be what something. The fuck? Fu- why did you watch? It's gonna be something <laughs> fucked up. Oh boy, it's gonna be something fucked up. Wait, why rotten. do you say New England's the one to do that? I feel like the South is more New England. No, <laughs> you're not you know wrong. what? No, I, I feel well because I think there's a lot of Boston area. There's a lot of people. Boston, racist people I love there. Boston. No, you're not but wrong. That, yeah. That that word flies around. <laughs> yeah. I don't think there's so the South is like racist in their hearts. The the the, the North, they yeah, just they're they not just racist, say racist out loud. Things. Yeah. They're friendly to your face. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But racist in the streets. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yeah. No. They say that bless your heart shit. <laughs> yeah. We all know what that means. Yeah. We yeah. All we all we're all privy to that <laughs> now. But uh and so with the writing strike, everything kind of came to a halt, and it's even more so at a halt with the SAG strike. I mean, there's waivers going out here and there. Yeah, like I heard, a twenty four now has a uh, like a permanent waiver because they agreed to all SAG after his uh, demands. <laughs> it's not a negotiation, right? But you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, and then I just read that like they're giving uh, 
certain productions waivers like Kevin Smith just got a waiver for his movie yeah uh called the 430 movie um so that, they're they're basically uh, interim ing- agreements is what they're calling them interim agreements so essentially they're saying like this is what we asked for in our negotiations so if you agree to all of that and then we will can let you continue okay to, so basically what we asked for is what they the production has to give in terms of all the details like you know this this much pay raise or this whatever this whatever little provisions they had given the producers uh, union that's what they have to agree to to continue to film under oh. the interim agreement yeah. so you can do stuff as long as you're abiding by everything that they wanted right yeah everything that we asked for has to be agreed agreed upon from these productions to get these interim agreements to oh, continue to produce oh that's pretty cool like, well this is what we wanted so if you're going to agree to that then go ahead then you're fine you, you know that makes sense and yeah. nobody's looked at as like a scab or anything They're no not- i mean there is some dissemination i think amongst the actors that you know is it's like oh we should all be struck together we should all be you know we should all be in solidarity not working together so you, there's definitely some of that and i think that the media plays up that too because the media is probably media, also media. owned by the producers a lot of the producer companies so um, yeah but it's like I mean, are you getting money from the union for striking? No. Well, then, no. You know, Actually, I was just about fucking, to ask that yeah. question. The, I, I was thinking that because, like, what, The Rock the just Ro- donated, like, $150 million? Is that what, is that what the number was? No, I, don't, no, I no, knew no, it was, no. It was at it, least, it was, like, $50 million then. It was, no, I, had I, I heard it was only six figures. Oh, I thought it, I thought it was, like, 50. Oh, I, I thought it was, no, it was like, six, the, I, I thought it was, it was seven the, figures. In the millions, yeah. Oh, I thought it was, like, massive, massive. And since then, a large list of celebrities have also donated, like, Leo and... Uh, George Clooney, a bunch, bunch of actors have also donated over a million dollars too. So, and and does that that affects will that affect uh, you? Like you get at like the a time, second seven figure gift was um, the largest individual contribution. Yeah, it's a years. it's a grant oh. program essentially. So, like you apply it as needed. Like a uh, you know if you need if you needed help with like paying rent or whatever. Okay. Um, the standard amount that you can get is like fifteen hundred dollars. So it's not a huge amount of money. Oh, so he, uh, but I think they they do yeah, have yeah. awarded like larger amounts in, in, in circumstances where like people someone need like a medical emergency or okay that, they're, I mean, they're going to be cool. evicted from their house and they need like three or four thousand dollars like you can like you know you, you can there's a, a, a f- application process and you can put in you know hey why I need the money like hey I'm I'm about to be evicted I need two grand to, to, to keep my house blah 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 so there's a process but it's probably in the, in the its best shape it's been in since it's foundation that, that is so, that huh. is really that, that that's money. cool that there there are some all right seven figures yeah, yeah that's all they said say. was seven figures. he's a billionaire now though yeah yes so, um, um so i sorry yeah. mikey I, I had one more question um and i don't remember what it was well, where, where does that money go <laughs> like it's like to the, for the grants or you know like the, the rock gives the money he's like here's a million bucks goes I, into the union right I, it goes, goes into the pool of money to use for those grants i believe like so it's all it's all donation based like it's no there's, there's no but like it income for that grant it doesn't program go out to yeah like struggling actors well he just explained oh, oh, yeah, yeah sorry yeah. i was looking it up <laughs> you, you ha- he, he can't do two things at once no. um he, basically what he said is is like if you need money you fill out an application for a grant and they grant you the money. Oh, that's like awesome. so. If you need to pay your mortgage, you you yeah. ask how, for the money. How easy is that? It's not. <laughs> of course, <laughs> nothing's. I actually ever easy. looked at the site yesterday, uh, the other day, to, to fill it out, just to you know, because you know, I've been out of work now for quite a while now, so yeah. bills are getting starting to pile up. But but uh, yeah, you have to you have to you know type out a, 
a page long thing, a summary of why you need the money, what's going on. You need to send it a copy be a of your, single sentence. A bank, I need copy of your bank statement, see how much money you have in your bank account. Um, a copy of any outstanding bills, um, your tax returns, so show how much money you made the year before. You have to be a good good standing member uh, in the union to make sure your dues are paid. And they do they do specify you can't pay your dues with the grant money as well. So that's like a the only caveat with the with that that money is if you owe dues money or back money or whatever, you can't use that money for that, which That's, I don't know how they would know that you were using it for. But. Yeah, how, mu- right? how much are dues? So um, the initiation fees to join um, national is like $3,300, I believe, right now. Um, and then so the, what, the way I joined, which I didn't realize until I went to join, was you can actually join regionally first. So um, there's New England, there's you know Chicago, there's different regions. And so... Um, New England's the most expensive region to join. It's eighteen hundred dollars. Oh, um, I was going to say England. more than three thousand. Uh, no, yeah, so it's, it's eighteen hundred dollars, and then you can uh, add on, you know, the difference to go national. So New York and LA are considered national. Okay. So you can't work in a New York or LA on a regional contract. You have to be a national member. Um, so you can start by what I did. I joined SAG regionally through New England first, and then. Um, when I started going to New York, I just they just send you a bill in the mail for the difference, basically. Yeah, and, upgrade. You pay. Yeah, and then there are, and there are payment plans. They do payment plans. Oh, that's um, nice. So like, uh, I think it was like five or six hundred dollars down, and then like two or three hundred dollars a month until you've paid it off. So you can okay. You can, like interest. <laughs> I don't think so because I believe SAG has their own credit union now. Um, oh, like an actor's credit union. Yeah, that's oh, pretty wow. cool. There's no branches around here, so I haven't. You know, signed up for it, but <laughs> man, um, drive to LA to deposit a check or anything. So, <laughs> I have wild. one last question. Like, how do you, do you pay attention to? Like, is there like a I don't know message board or anything that you you like really pay attention to or get your information from that like says there's speculation of how much longer it might last? Or I mean, there's a lot of Facebook groups out there for act, acting stuff. Why didn't I think uh, of Facebook? Groups? <laughs> well, do you get like emails from like SAG? Like, hey, this um, is where we're at. Negotiations yes, they are. have they have the official communications that go out. Yeah. Um, it's it's I mean, it's mostly you know talking bullet points that you're going to see in the news and media anyway. Like it's never really anything super proprietary that you know we're learning about ahead of time. Um, but you know we do get some information here and there. But a lot of the, a lot of it's just word of mouth, knowing people, talking to people, Facebook yeah. groups. Hey, Donnie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> no one. What's no going one on? The right Wahlberger. <laughs> That's right. Mm-hmm. Donnie, tell me the right stuff. Yep. Baby, he's got the yeah. right stuff. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's kind of. Does, does anybody ever make fun of him for being a fucking? No, it's actually uh, it's actually a pretty fun thing. On he he goes like live on Instagram a lot while we're filming, and uh, <laughs> that's cool. He has a new kids on the block cruise that I I would like to go on someday. If you if he if he's listening to this, he can invite me next year. That'd be great. So on my I'll mail tag route, him in this. <laughs> on my mail route, there's a woman who li- lives. On there and on there, yeah. On the Wahlburger cruise? No, she <laughs> she lives on my route, but she's like obsessed with fucking new kids on the block. Like, really? She has like seven stickers on her car. Her dog's name is Jordan. Uh, I'm just like, oh fuck my life. Like, I, if I were to be like, hey, I, I had a guy on my podcast who's friends with Donnie Wahlberg, she'd be like, I'm gonna listen to your podcast. <laughs> no, just tell her. Um, there you go. They're like this. I, so last week at Terrificon, I actually had a 10-minute conversation with Anthony Michael Hall, and five minutes of that had to do with like SAG after mm-hmm. and whatnot. And he was he was like, I think I personally think this is gonna last into the new year. I think so too. Holy and, shit. And I said, but you guys have something big 
in your arsenal that you haven't even used yet. And he goes, what do you mean? And I go, if everybody starts... Ron Perlman. <laughs> Ron, Perlman. Ron Perlman. Burning Ron. houses down of executives. <laughs> fucking murder. Everyone. Point him um, in a direction. Can of gas. Ron, Ron Perlman. Bob Iger lives here. Go. <laughs> Get him, Ron. He just... Uh, uh, he walks over there and turns into fucking Hellboy. <laughs> Get him, Ron. No, but I said, like, if the actors that are... have the, the ones that are in movies coming out right now start, like... I mean, they're not promoting it right now, but uh, like outwardly start saying, do not support this production. Yeah. If that starts happening left and right, all these people are going to lose money. Like Oppenheimer, Barbie, those movies that are out right now. If, Barbenheimer. Barbenheimer. Both yeah. that movie too. No. Uh, if people outwardly said like, do not support this production and that movie made $25, they would fucking settle. Yeah. Because the it would be a fucking crumbling. There's gonna be no movies like soon. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's tough. I mean, you're they're gonna run out of stuff eventually. I mean, when it was just the writer strike, they could again they could write you know finish out three or four episodes of TV, then that season's done. Like that that's how it is. Like a short four season. Episode yeah. season. Yeah. R.I.P. Heroes. That's right. One of the greatest fucking shows that just. <laughs> Whew, plummeted. But I, mean, uh, I can imagine. Is that so why sad. it had... Okay, got it. Yeah, yep. that, that's why it, like, the last bit of this first season and the second season made no fucking sense. Yeah. Okay, I did Sucked. not put two and two together. I would imagine, yeah. though, they're sitting on a, a, a shit ton of pile of uh, scripts, though, for movies. So, like, yeah. I can imagine, you know, with the SAG strike, definitely is, like, full, full stop. Like, that's it. Like, they're done. But... You know, until the sex strike happened, they could have written anything they had, you know, just waiting I mean, around. They, they were sitting on for a while. They so. can also just get scabs to do it. They could, yeah. I had a friend ask that question, like, what what happened? What's stopping them from just hiring all non-union people and doing stuff? I'm like, I mean, I guess they could, but, like, you're not going to have any celebrities in it. Like, no celebrity is, you're not going to have the celebrity factor of it. It's all going to be people that are very well known or the, or the scabs, you know, so. Um. I'm available for movies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on Cameo. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm not. Uh, I'm available for movies. No, I'm non-union yeah. at all. Like I have zero experience with anything. <laughs> Honestly, like the, this conversation has been really enlightening. Yeah. Like I, I don't want to take end up any. Bleh, I don't want to take up any more of your time with like these random questions. Like, what? Uh, do, do you have anything in the pipeline? Like after this whole thing is like, <sighs> yeah. were you part of something and like in negotiations or whatever? That's I mean, Blue Blood season fourteen would have started uh, at the end of July, so that's kind of a bummer there. Like, you know, look, look looking back at all the paychecks that I would have gotten, you know, between now and then, so that, that's kind of a bummer. Um, no, I mean, uh, I've been trying to do some independent stuff, you know, some some writing, some short films and things like that. We're, I, we're I know. shooting a short film soon. Yeah. What weekend coffee? Oh yes, yes, yes. And I asked him to play the part of the neighbor. I'll, I, I told great. you about it, but I didn't tell you your line. <laughs> Can, uh, anyways, that doesn't violate anything, right? Because we're not making money. No, because we're not a production. Yeah. We're short. We're nonprofit. It's, yeah, it's a, there's a lot of gray areas when it comes to the contract stuff like that. Because even for myself, like I have my own TikTok channel and stuff. That's you know, I try oh, to put some content you on. Put it, uh, promote it. Uh, tell people where to find it. That's a good question. I don't even know. I I forget what my. <laughs> <laughs> I have a TikTok channel. Well, we'll, I don't know we'll tag you in yeah. ours too. Yeah, I we'll think tag it's, you in ours. Uh, so N O U O podcast on TikTok, I believe. <laughs> yeah, I think and, it's. Uh, uh, I think all my social media. I, I try to change it all to the same, same. Uh, the Adam D thirteen. 
<laughs> so, you're competing with Adam. So Adam, Adam Driver. So no, uh, Adam Driver. Adam Divine. No, so. Adam Adam, uh, Adam Duke Dukowitz from Kill Switch Engage. Oh, he goes by Adam D. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, no, but yeah, like uh, honestly, like I, 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 I have paid attention to a lot of stuff you've been in since I've known who you are via your wife yeah yeah but like i'm I'm glad you came out like yeah, yeah this is awesome this has been fun yeah um do you uh yes <laughs> do you i don't have any questions for you no uh do you you already said your tiktok instagram same thing all yeah, that instagram stuff. x twitter whatever it is now x well, that was oh, yeah, the dumbest x. fucking thing like why? The why button changed change? the other day. I was like, "Yeah, fuck? oh, yeah." Right. I got so confused too. I was like, "I didn't download this fucking app. <laughs> How did it get in that tray?" That that he put a big X on a, a blinking. It took uh, three days and down. Yeah, he took it down. Said so he was like, "No." <laughs> right, well, yeah, it was because like all the neighbors around there were fucking like losing sleep because it was blinking at yeah. night. Oh, uh, that's dumb. I think it had super bright LEDs on it. It was like, you could see it from space probably. Yeah, <laughs> he, he put Tesla LEDs <laughs> that, on that motherfucker. That floating car out yeah. of space, you could see it from there. <laughs> I still think yeah. it's funny that like, they try to say that this is actually like, the it's a live feed. It's like, how? That motherfucker's like 200,000 million miles away at this point. No, it's in orbit. I died lying. It's like 4,000, 5,000 miles away. Who knows? Yeah. But no, like... It could, it could come back down, and they're just like, yeah, it's up there. And then hit somebody. Is anyone checking in on that? Anyone checking in on let's that mannequin? Check, let's check in on it Fucking right now. orbiting the Earth. We're checking right now. Uh, a mannequin in a Tesla? Tesla. That's your free Tesla. Right. If you can get it. Yeah, that's right. If you can get, just get a really big stick and just poke it down. <laughs> Live stream. I don't even know if it's... I wonder if that thing got pummeled by, like, space debris. Oh, probably. Have you, yeah, because there's so much debris. Yeah. I mean, it shreds through metal. It's like a little piece of dust, but it's whipping by at, like, 40,000 miles an hour. And it just... I don't know how anything is surviving up there. What the fuck? Space is just confusing. Dude, it? Yeah. It, it is... <laughs> I totally space. lied. Weird it's, shit. Yeah. It's way the fuck out there. Oh, yeah. I thought they sent it into, like, just forever. It's, <laughs> it's past, like... Uh, it's going to Mars. I think it's past Mars. So you can have like a you can have a Tesla when he gets there. <laughs> it is in it looks like it's in orbit of Mars. Like am I wrong? Makes sense. It kind of seems that way. Yeah. yeah. It, it's like right in the orbit of Mars. <laughs> that's how I mean, yeah. sure. That's what he meant that's by we're going to Mars. That's it, yeah. It, he, he sent this car. intended to do that, and there's he put a fucking rocket in there, and as soon as it gets close enough, it's gonna go. You can't park here. <laughs> the mannequin gets out and it's him. How do you how do you recharge a Tesla on Mars though? They have the did he send up like a power charging station yes, up ahead he did. of it? So. He yes, it, he there's did. a ticket on the car. Um but no, it, honestly it's been enlightening. Adam, thank you for coming on. Yes, uh, yes, thank you. Before we go, uh we are, you know, on YouTube. Like, share, subscribe, all that motherfucking shit. Uh OnlyFans. OnlyFans. Pornhub. Jizz. Yep. Jizz. Uh, look us just, up on all that. I just want to know <laughs> if these fucking ghosts, <laughs> any of these fuckers, <laughs> come out of the fucking wall, <laughs> have like a huge cum shot. <laughs> you do like, the, you do his fucking demeanor so well. You should not trying you to be, be funny. <laughs> He's not trying to have anyone have the worst day at the job. <laughs>
It's, but, he plays the same character in every sketch, but it's so perfect though. It's, it's, like, mm-hmm. it's the same voice. Though. My, I didn't do this. My favorite, thing, my favorite one is the first. Do the, fucking the, anything. The I want you to be on that show now so bad. <laughs> that would be a fantastic show to We're be on. We're going to start. We're going to start a petition. Yep. <laughs> Get Adam on that show. That's right. I think you should leave. I think you should leave. <laughs> it's fucking amazing. I'm Steve.